What you're about to see is part two of my exclusive interview in the Isle of Wight with the one and only David Icke. He goes into so many incredibly deep, well-thought-out things as David Icke is known for, of course. And in our interview, we delve into several topics that you won't want to miss. If you haven't seen part one yet, I urge you to do it. There's a whole bunch of new stuff in part two that is just, it's going to open your mind about a lot of the issues happening around the world in a way that you won't get from other people. Before we get into that interview, I urge people to check that link in the description for Iconic. We have a link that will get you a, an extended 10-day free trial with Iconic. A whole bunch of news shows, a whole bunch of documentaries, a whole bunch of stuff that is really competing against the mainstream Netflix, Hulu-like platforms and bringing you the truth the way you deserve the truth. Of course, we also have heavensharvest.com in the description of this video as well. If you want long-term storable foods that are non-GMO, we also have organic kits. We have heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, and books on how to get started. Use code WAM, W-A-M, and you get free shipping on much of those products. And even if you don't qualify for free shipping, I still urge you to use code WAM because it helps keep you alive and us alive at the same time. It's a lot of work traveling around the world and getting interviews like this. But it's sure to open a lot of eyes. And if you guys are scared about some of the stuff that's happening, there are solutions right in front of us. And actually getting prepared for what comes next when, when it comes to the Great Reset technocracy and the 15-minute cities, going and get storable foods today will save you tomorrow and it could save your family's life. So don't be left behind. Anyways, without further ado, here's part two of our interview with David Icke. One thing you don't do in the early days of the internet is you don't censor. Mm -hmm. You don't like not censoring, but you know it's, it's necessary. What you also do at the same time is you seed fund companies, you give them cover stories. Oh, he, he, he was just a geek in a garage. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, and you seed fund them and you can see who they are by who in their formative years of development did not need to worry about the bottom line. I give you Amazon as a classic example. Uh, year after year it made a loss, but there was always more money, more money to keep it going. Mm -hmm. As a result of that, these corporations that were seed funded, internet corporations, did not have to look at the bottom line. Their competitors did. So their... Um, ability to move towards a monopoly situation was obviously um, encoded in, in the, the whole uh, system and they were either destroying the opposition or they were buying it up and so they reached a point where the internet was the point where everyone was getting their information from and certain companies dominated the internet now now we gotcha now the censorship starts mm -hmm. and that's what's happening ever since first they demonetized um, alternative people so they couldn't earn money from from their full-time research and eventually it was full-blown uh, bloody censorship well I have to actually add something to that because the last time I interviewed you was back in I believe February of 2018 and it was quite interesting because at the time there's this movement about QAnon happening and it was obviously uh, a psyop but what was interesting about it was the interview I did with you actually got me essentially 
actually shut down on YouTube. I saw views from 70,000 on average a video to 2,500 overnight, yet all the QAnon videos were pushed to the top. And then when eventually they ended up taking down all the QAnon videos, then they lumped them all in and said, oh, look, they're attacking QAnon. It's like it's all of this, even including with the independent media, a lot of them, it's trying to manipulate people's minds on all sides of, of the issue, both mainstream and independent, to try and create a narrative for either side so that no matter what the pushback is, it's always going to be wrong. Yeah, well, I, I've had this um, phrase I've used over a long time, design and manipulation. Mm. Um, your ideal is that everybody believes what you want them to believe. Mm. But you know that there's enough people who are going to go, well, hold on, I'm going to have a look at this. Mm. I'm going to question this. I'm going to see if this stands up. So um, you don't want them finding the truth. So you engage in design and manipulation. You, you find little cul-de-sacs to keep them happy. Um, for instance, um, the COVID virus, which I say and have said since early 2020 doesn't exist, yeah. um, came out of a Wuhan lab. Now, if, you, if, you, if you've got a conspiratorial mind, when, and by that I mean it, it's questioning is this real or not, then um, you're not buying um, the official story that it came out of a, a wet market in Wuhan. So you've got to be given a designer a, a cul-de-sac. Yeah. And so um, you then say uh, or, or um, indicate or allow to be indicated, oh, it, it, was, it came out of a, um, a Wuhan lab, a bio lab. So there's two versions of that story. One is that it happened by accident, which is hysterical. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I'd get a pain in my belly if I started um, that you've had all this clear evidence that COVID was manipulated and, and prepared for for a long time. And they sat around a table going, um, who, who, which of you released the, the virus? I thought it was you. No, I thought it was you. Oh my God. Yeah. So now we've got to sit here and wait for a virus to be released by accident. My God. Oh, my God. It's happened. It's happened. Oh, God. Gee, wow, what a piece of luck that is. It's insane. Yeah. And then you've got the, the one for the conspiratorial, which is it was released on purpose. Mm -hmm. So, OK, so you're going to release a, a, a deadly virus, right? Yeah. It's bioweapon. Yeah. So you don't want people to know you've done it, do you? No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Last thing we want, no. So where are you going to release it? Well, we thought about releasing it down the street from the Wuhan lab. You know, I mean, oh, come on, the, the biggest bio lab in, in China. Oh, come on. And then you say, well, OK, okay um, so there's a bioweapon, right? Yeah. OK. So um, why do they have to test for it with a PCR test not testing for it? Which the creator of the PCR test, Kerry Mullis, said he can't tell you if you're sick. So uh, why are you scamming your cases with a test that's not testing for it? Um, and then um, why are you scamming your deaths by saying within 28 days of a test positive with a test not testing for the virus, if you die of any other cause, you know, hit by a bus, anything, COVID-19 goes on your death certificate. They're giving you, they're giving you your, your deaths. Why do you need to do that 
if you've got a bioweapon circulating, because it was going to do its job and take people out. Yeah. I mean, this would all make a lot more sense if there was actually a lot of people dying in 2020, but there wasn't, other than maybe remdesivir and ventilators. But indeed, week 21 of 2021, when they actually came out with the emergency orders for the uh, injections, previously up to that week in that year, there was uh, mi minus uh, deaths. Um, there was excess deaths immediately after the injections came out. But then you look at 2020 and everyone just forgets about the fact that very few excess deaths actually occurred. So it just tells you everything you need to know. This thing isn't a real thing. It doesn't exist. There's no isolation of it. There's a simulation on a computer of it, and they just went with that. Well, it's a simulation on a computer, yeah. I mean, they just, they just fitted it together on a computer. And you've got this total crook called um, uh, Christian Drosten mm -hmm. in Germany, this so-called virologist, who right on cue in um, January of 2020 came out with the uh, protocol for using the PCR test to test for the virus when the creator of the PCR test said you can't do that. Um, and without any peer review, it was immediately recommended to all the countries of the World uh, Health Organization. And that became the, um, the, the method by, for scamming the cases. And then later, Drosten came out and said, well, actually, when, when we've got the protocol together, we didn't actually have any natural virus. Yeah. It was it was a computer program given us by the Chinese. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just a joke. But, you know, there's a lot going on currently with the alternative media, which I think is very concerning. Uh, first of all, I think that, that if you have a belief system, I don't care what it is, that is immovable, then you're never going to uncover what's going on. Because what's going on is so fantastic, it's beyond any belief system, really, that if you have a here and no further belief system, and so much of the alternative media does, then you're not going to go into those areas where you're going to find it. It's like you've got the, the mainstream media, its area of research is about here, and then you've got the alternative media, and it's about here. But there's still, an, uh, there's still a fence, there's still a barricade, there's still a here and no further. Um, and... So the idea for the great majority of the alternative media that there never has been a virus mm -hmm. is too much. There has to be another explanation. And so they, they buy the Wuhan lab. And what I find quite, um, quite shocking, really, to be honest, is that I see people saying, see, told you it was the Wuhan lab, I told you. And you go, yeah, so why are you saying this now? Oh, well, because it's been confirmed. Okay, well, who's confirmed it? Well, the FBI say, the CIA say, and you go, but they're the people you're saying we shouldn't trust. And now you're quoting them yeah. simply because why? Because it confirms what you said, even though what you said is, is unsupportable, I would suggest. Uh, and, you know, and... We, we have had in the alternative media, and, you know, it was great in, in, its, in a way, but it was great in, in the way that it played out at the time. We had a lot of people, doctors, scientists, and, and other people, that came into the alternative arena who had sus that at least parts of COVID narrative didn't make sense. And they'd sussed that the COVID fake vaccine was potentially bloody lethal. Now, to be fair, 
some of these people, and I include a guy called Mike Yeadon in this, mm -hmm. have a, had a free mind to keep going with it, and he's realized it's much, much bigger than ever he thought at the start and ever he thought when he was in the mainstream. And, and he's been a really great addition to all this. But um, a lot of people, they've come in with the, the COVID focus and that's fine, that's good, but they've brought with them all the other parts of their mainstream belief system. And they have taken the alternative media closer to the mainstream, they have. And I see people, um, you know, coming into this arena suddenly, you know, flavor of the month. And what they're doing is they're talking only of the political financial level of this conspiracy, mm -hmm. which is a symptom rather than a cause. Mm -hmm. um, and they're, they're holding the line knowingly, unknowingly, most of them, um, at that level and this global cult is quite happy with that what they don't want you to do is to go deeper 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 into the rabbit hole where you realize where this is ultimately coming from and when you realize then um, not just the scale of what's going on but how we can bring it to an end um, and we we have now this um, alternative arena where People like me, who were on the case 30 years ago, um, are kind of just dismissed and marginalized and, and ridiculed, even called shills um, uh, by people who have been hit in, in the arena for five minutes and actually got their information from people like me in the first place. But just repeat that political financial level of it without going into where it's coming from. Well, well, people have to remember also that it used to be a lot easier for people that weren't part of the mainstream narrative to actually come out and say things loudly and be actually recognized, whether they call you crazy as Terry Wogan did or not. Essentially, what happens is that over time, they've found a way to create an alternative, alternative media with a, a, a narrative uh, for a conspiracy and then push all the people that initially were the people that influence everyone else to the side. And, you know, I've seen this a lot in independent media. Most people in independent media I've met, I'm not a fan of. A lot of them I am a fan of because I know them personally and I know that they mean well and I know the people that haven't pushed that mainstream conspiracy narrative about the virus but with that said it's really bad I mean if you look on YouTube and you see someone that calls himself banned and they have 300,000 views on every single video and they're getting celebrities on their show and they're doing all these big things you have to really question how alternative are they why aren't they being censored while people like yourself you're you're one of the most censored people in the world and that's why iconic is such a good thing to have um, but I mean it's it's obvious that there is an official narrative for the limited hangout side of the conspiracy theory so-called quote-unquote community well um, put it this way um, let's just pick one guy out um, Russell Brand mm -hmm. uh, Russell Brand's a, a comedian um, and uh, I knew him a long time ago um, when he used to invite me on some of his shows um, to take the piss mm -hmm. So um, I would go on, and uh, the reason I went on was to say, or to try to say, well, at least some people watching this, I know he's going to take the piss, but at least some people watching this might, might get some of it, and it might, you know, 
trigger them to look at it deeper. Mm -hmm. uh, so I went on, and it got to the point where um, I, I, I said in the end, I'm, I'm not going on any, any of his shows again. Um, uh, it was like uh, not, you know, what's going on and all this uh, conspiracy. It was putting people up, famous people up on a screen and saying, is he a reptile? And, and all that stuff, you know. So I, I gave up on that and I forgot all about him and stuff and got on with my life. And then he comes up uh, in the COVID era as, um, as this uh, fighter for freedom. Well, uh, going on from your question, uh, I don't think Russell Brand has any problem doing his shows. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm struggling to get a venue anywhere in the world that won't uh, cancel um, because of pressure to. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping to do some later this year um, uh, with another uh, in another uh, kind of direction with another another group um, but he's not banned from any country he's not banned from uh, chunks of the internet um, I'm banned from uh, YouTube um, banned from Facebook um, banned from 26 European countries in the Schengen group for the crime of agreeing to speak at a peace rally in Amsterdam. And the um, difference in the way Russell Brand is treated by the authorities and the way I am is absolutely fantastic. I mean, he goes on mainstream British and American uh, television shows. Now, I'm not sort of picking him out and saying, you know, all that is terrible, all that stuff. I'm just saying, from the perspective that we're chatting, look at the way we're treated. Mm -hmm. So obviously, Russell is not considered a threat. Um, and why? Because he operates in that area that's not really a threat. He operates in this political manipulation kind of um, financial manipulation arena um, he doesn't go into these uh, deeper levels where a he could get ridiculed and 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 be where the answers lie and where the the, the real cause of all this is coming from uh, and I see that a lot um, and it's you know what I'm seeing in the alternative media are barricades being built and the barricade uh, has a sign on it, here and no further. So um, if, if you um, stay in that political financial arena, then you, you're, you're far more okay than if you go into these uh, deeper and darker areas of what's uh, actually going on. And so I look in Britain at GB News, this new uh, station, that claims to be alternative to the mainstream. Now, yes, they question the, the trans agenda, they question more the climate change agenda and such like, although if they question the climate change agenda too much, like Mark Stein did, mm -hmm. they're out the door. Yeah. Um, but I look at what they cover, I look at what they say, and they are absolutely a here and no further organization. Um, and part of this uh, barricade, I'm sure some people within it know it, I'm sure most of the other people within GB News don't know it, that it's part of this barricade of we're going to give you a little bit because mm -hmm. we know we can't 
cover it up completely. But we're going to just go here and no further so you don't get to where the real truth is. And I see this happening in the alternative media a lot. And I think some strange things are, are, are happening. You know, people who you thought were, were on the ball and on the button recommending masks and stuff like that and, and buying the COVID hoax. It's it's quite extraordinary, really. Yeah, and, and you know who you are. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting, though, because, yeah, you have kind of Russell Brand, Joe, Tucker, uh, and, and you have this group that's being created around us that appears to be the controlled group of independent media. And I don't know, even know if all of them know it, but I, I'm, I'm sure some of them do. And they're kind of being put into this... Uh, basket of people that will go there but no further as you as you say and that is the perfect example of how when they are afraid when the uh, globalists or when the the satanists or whatever you want to call them are afraid the people that are going to war with humanity with consciousness with the mind uh, when they see people coming out of the woodwork to speak out then they have to create an alternative or else they are essentially doomed themselves because they know there's going to be a floodgate that will break yeah Tucker Carlson is an interesting one um, I, for years, one of the, f the first thing, if not the first thing I've done every morning when I've got up about five or six o'clock in the morning is to look at the ch YouTube version of the Tucker Carlson show from the night before. And I watched Tucker Carlson move from a run-of-the-mill standard issue conservative um, news show, cable news host, into someone who was really getting closer and closer and closer to the truth. That's why he was he was outed. And I I looked at Tucker and I thought, well, first of all, it's a matter of time, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the way you're going, it's a matter of time before they out you. Um, but I looked at him and I had great respect for him, um, still do, because in the arena he was working, which is the Rupert Murdoch um, Fox News. I mean, I'm banned from Australia. I was banned from Australia in 2019. Mm. And not least through the efforts of Murdoch newspapers in Australia. Mm. So he's no friend of freedom of speech. Of course he's not. Um, and so I had great respect for him um, and, and what he was doing within the confines of, of where he found himself, Fox News. Um, and I just hope that from here on, he doesn't fall for the here and no further mm -hmm. and starts to go into areas that um, others won't go in that from, from his area of, of, uh, of, of journalism. Uh, and, you know, one of, the, uh, one of the areas of resistance with people like that is, well, I can go this far and the audience will come with me. But if I go this far, a lot of this audience won't come with me. Yeah. Uh, so, and I'll open myself to ridicule. So am I going to do it or am I not? And the fact that he's said that he's going to start broadcasting on Twitter is a little bit concerning um, in, in, in this sense. You know, you look at Elon Musk, and, and he's now part of this. He's, he's part of this hijacking of the alternative arena. Absolutely. I mean, he's everywhere. I mean, what's he doing being involved in the launch of DeSantis's uh, presidential bid. This guy's every bloody where. Yeah. Elon Musk, Elon Musk that. I see him in the alternative media now being called Elon. You know, as if, always oh, one of our friends, he's one of our mates. Oh yeah, Elon Musk, oh yeah, free speech, absolutely, it's great. What's going on here?
Um, he he buys Twitter. Okay. Now he issues the Twitter files showing that the deep state, as it's called, FBI, all these people, were dictating to Twitter who, who could be heard and what could be said and what couldn't. Okay. Now, what is that situation? It's everything the deep state wants. Yeah. Completely got it. They've stitched up Facebook. They've stitched up YouTube. They've stitched up Google. They've stitched up Twitter. Gotcha. Stitched up Spotify, actually, which yeah. Joe Rogan um, broadcasts because they banned me in 2020 as well. Yeah. Um, so why does the deep state, having secured that level of Twitter control, exactly what we want, then not only sell it to free speech absolutist Elon Musk, but actually start court proceedings to make him buy it? Um, what's going on? So I've asked the alternative media, you know, explain to me why they would do that. Well, of course they wouldn't. So there has to be another reason for it. And a part of that reason is uh, this, this hijacking of the alternative media and this building of this barricade around it, um, which is very, very dangerous because, um, you know, you can, you can go through your life whether it's in medicine or whether it's in conspiracy research, poking around the symptoms. Oh, found another symptom, look! But if you don't find the cause, the symptoms never go away. Right. And, and the cause is much deeper than, um, than the alternative media is overwhelmingly, not entirely, but overwhelmingly prepared to look at where it's prepared to go. Well, you know, I've, I've said this many times. There's a few people in independent media that I, I really appreciate, and I've always been a big fan of James Corbett and people like Dan Dix, Press for Truth, good, genuine people I've spent time with. I've met Dr. Andrew Kaufman I'm a fan of because he spoke out against the virus even existing, and stuff like that I, I think is important. And then, of course, yourself and Iconic Media. I wanted to finish this off by asking you about what what's new at Iconic? Um, why should people go subscribe? And I... I I have to add that we do have a, an affiliate link in the description. You get uh, extended 10-day free trial if you go to that link in the description to sign up for Iconic. But can you tell us a little bit about the importance of Iconic and what, what's new over there? Well, I Iconic has no here and no further. That's the point. Yeah. It will go, and basically it's, it's where I've been going now since 1990, I'll go where the information takes me. I won't go where I think it's comfortable. I won't go where I think it will make me popular. I won't go or not go into places where I think maybe the audience that's, that's um, looking at my stuff now won't like that. None of those criteria ever, ever enter my mind. I am interested in one thing alone. What the hell is going on? And if you don't have that free mind that's prepared to go where the music, the information takes you, then you are in the business of self-censorship. I'm sure there were people in the COVID era that did think, well, if, if I'm looking at this 
no virus scenario, people like Andrew Kaufman, who were putting this stuff out, and myself, and 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 one or two others. Uh, I've looked at it, and actually, you know, it does make sense that there is no virus. But if I say it, what are people going to think of me? I'm going to lose parts of my audience. Um, and you know, I've said many times, I'm not interested in a statue or a round of or a round of applause. I'm interested in what the hell is going on. An iconic is coming from that perspective. It will go anywhere the information um, demands. So we cover everything from day-to-day -day, uh, news stories at the level of the political and the economic um, manipulation and conspiracy, because that needs to be covered as well. But it will also go into other dimensions of reality. What is reality? What is this common theme of a demonic force that you see in Christianity, in Islam, in uh, all these different uh, religions and non-religions and ancient cultures? There's, there's this constant um, common theme of this non-human force that's manipulating human society. We'll go there. Um, we'll, we'll go into um, uh, the extraterrestrial area and all that. We'll go anywhere where the information demands that there's something to look at. Here's something that most independent media don't talk about, Zionism. We'll go there as well. I had to have a bloody laugh the other yeah. day, mate. Someone said on the internet that uh, I'm a shill because I never talk about Zionism. I am banned, my friend, whoever you are, from 26 European countries and Australia because I do talk about Zionism. <laughs> um, and, you know, it, it, this, the whole Zionist thing is, is uh, very interesting because, again, um, it's a wonderful means of justifying the silencing of people. Mm -hmm. My philosophy on life is that we're all one consciousness. We're all unique expressions of one consciousness having different experiences. And whether you're black white, whatever color, brown, whether you are Jewish, Islamic, or Christian, or whatever, you're still an expression of that one consciousness. And therefore, from that perspective of life, um, there cannot be another perspective that's less racist and less judgmental of people by the color or uh, of their body or the background of their faith. I have a simple philosophy on life. Do what you like so long as you don't impose it on anyone else. Um, but if you can, uh, because you um, name people that are Jewish, that are um, extreme ultra-Zionists, then you must by definition be saying what they're doing every other Jewish person in the world is doing. And I'll give you an irony. One of the major uh, people that invited me to speak in Amsterdam uh, last year at a peace rally and has worked with lawyers ever since to try to overturn that ban is Jewish man, Mordecai. Um, because um, the label they give you 
is simply the repetition of something. Yeah. He's anti-Semitic, he's anti-Semitic, he's anti-Semitic. All that David Icke, he's anti-Semitic. Well, what does anti-Semitic mean? It means anti-Arab, actually, if you look at it, because yeah. you talk about Semitic languages, which is right. where Semitism comes from, then it's overwhelmingly Arabic, not uh, uh, Jewish. In fact, it's, it's Hebrew um, is the, the, the element, the small element that is uh, Semitic. Um, so um, you have this um, whole um, area of uh, the Anti-Defamation League and all these other different groups who actually exploit Jewish people yeah. by seeking to frighten them into believing that someone they want to silence for other reasons um, is um, against them and wants to destroy them. I, I, I'll tell you um, a, a, a story just to give you a, a feeling for how um, extreme this gets. I spoke in Maastricht uh, at, um, at a t an all-day event and there were great efforts to um, to stop it and there was a Jewish person in uh, Maastricht who actually said in in the media um, if David Icke is allowed to speak in Maastricht I fear for my life what I turn up I speak I go home bye but that's the scale to which uh, a certain number, a lot it seems, of Jewish people can be persuaded um, is the case when the opposite is the case. I'm, I couldn't care less what someone's religion or background is. I care who they are. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, Martin Luther King said, it's not the, uh, the color of your skin, it's the color of your character. Um, but it's a, a great way of silencing people because the great majority of venues that have pulled on me have been uh, because of the anti-Semitism thing. There's an organization in Britain called the Campaign Against Anti-Semitism. Uh, don't buy a used car off them, by the way, or even a new one. Uh, they were massively responsible for um, the Labour Party being purged of people who were just criticizing Israel. Mm -hmm. um, and so this is a, a, a major area of censorship and the way that it's done. When, in fact, um, I'm the one who doesn't see race. Mm -hmm. I'm the one that sees consciousness, the same consciousness in everyone. It's just in a different state of being. And it's, the ironies are, are extraordinary that you can be painted in this way when you are, in fact, saying the opposite. But what you have to do, as you well know, um, in this arena, is you, you know when you come into it that you're taking on a vast uh, global deep state which operates through the media, through governments, through government institutions and agencies, through Silicon Valley, through the, uh, all these media organizations. You know you're going to get abused, demonized and ridiculed. You know it. Yeah. And so you accept it as part of the job. And, you know, when people say you're crazy and you're a lunatic and all that stuff, which a lot of people in the alternative media say about me, um, then I, I look at that and, you know, it's not about whether you're called crazy or a lunatic. It's who's calling you that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and 
there's so many people in the world, in the mainstream and some in the alternative, though some of the names you've named are great people. There's a lot of great people in the alternative mm -hmm. media. I'm not casting the, across the whole thing, not at all. Yeah. There's some great, great people in the alternative media, real genuine people uh, who really do believe in freedom and, and, and a completely open mind. But when people call you crazy and uh, a lunatic, depending on the person who does it, um, it it's actually a compliment. Mm -hmm. Because when an idiot calls you crazy, well, that's, that's great. Because yeah. it's confirmation that you're not. It's when idiots call you sane, and when idiots call you credible, that's when you need to worry and reassess. That's why I always find it funny when someone says, I saw this video you did today, but can you not say that as much? I want to share it with my family. They don't believe any of this stuff. And I said, well, it's 2023. So at this point, if they don't believe it, I'm already I'm targeting people that are already aware so that we can mobilize people at this point, because it's very hard to target an idiot. And if they thought everything I said was right, that would be the lack of confirmation. But you point out something very important and, and you hit the nail on the head. The idea is this consciousness, our bodies, a computer, our brains are antennas. We have this vast consciousness some of us some of us decipher it better than others but there are a lot of people out there that are getting closer and closer to understanding to some degree what that consciousness means and that doesn't have any race in fact it's so supernatural I don't think most people could put their finger on exactly even what it is but it's it's something that we all feel and I think that's a great way to end off this interview today sir can I just say yeah. one other thing it, it reminded me because yeah. what you just said do you know what I found? I don't know about you. I'm finding that the, the public arena, mm -hmm. what they disparagingly called everyday Joes or ordinary people, there's no such thing, um, they're getting this bigger picture yeah. more than the alternative media is overwhelmingly. Yeah. They are. Yeah. Um, and in m many ways, um, you know, the, the, the population, or, or more and more of the population, are seeing how deep the rabbit hole really goes. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, to a, an extent, they're starting to get almost bored with, with much of the alternative media just operating at this level of the, the rabbit hole. They say, well, yeah, but we can see it goes, goes deeper. Where, where, where are you? Oh, no, no, we've got a barricade. Can't get past it. Um, and, and so I find that, you know, with, with, what, with what I do, with the books and the talks and the, everything, that um, it, it is the public, um, of course not everybody or neither everybody, but more than ever before, who are getting how deep the rabbit hole goes mm -hmm. um, rather than the alternative media, which has got a bit stuck, I think, mm -hmm. and, um, and it's become an eddy in the river mm -hmm. as the river flows by. And a lot of people flowing by in the river are actually members of the public who are just um, seeing it from their own perspective. Mm -hmm. I've certainly seen that myself as well. And the idea of looking yourself in the mirror also at the end of the day and respecting yourself is more important than what other people are going to comment on your video. In fact, I don't read the comments anymore at this point because it's entirely pointless because if I mention Zionism in one video, I get called an anti-Semite. If I don't mention it in the next video, I have all these people saying I work for Israel. Yeah. You know, there's no point. It's, it's absurd and it's a distraction. It's a waste of time and it's important to respect yourself more than anything. Here. Someone gave me some very good advice a very, very long time ago. They said, Dave, what do you gain by winning an argument with an idiot? Well, you never do because the idiot never knows when they've lost, you see. Yeah. Uh, so 
this is simple. This is what I do. It's real simple. And it should be real simple, but of course, because of the censorship, it's more of a challenge. Is you put information out there. You don't say, I'm saying this, you must believe it. You're saying, here's another way of looking at the world. Here's the evidence to back it up. Now you make of it what you will. And if you dismiss it, you've got every right to dismiss it. If you encompass it or encompass some of it, that's your choice, that's your right, that's your uniqueness. But all I'm doing is putting out into the world another view of, well, everything, every, every aspect of reality and what's actually happening on every level. Um, and so you make up your mind what you want to make of it. Because I'm at peace with whatever you make of it, because I'm not attached to how you receive it. I'm attached to actually communicating it, and that's the end of my, that's the end of my role. Um, and it should be real simple, shouldn't it, really? In an open, free, intelligent, sane society, that should be fine. People should say, oh, well, that David Icke's saying this, so yeah, well, I, yeah, well, I think he's got a point here, and I feel that, and oh, yo, no, I'm not sure about that. That's fine. Um, but instead, it's, oh, you see what that David Icke's saying? He's mad, he is, he's, uh, well, getting on the internet, you're mad, you are. Um, and life could be so simple. Here's some information, make about what you will. And someone else says, well, here's my information, make up it what you will. But instead, there's this insistence. This is the point, I think, mate. There's this insistence that what you believe, everyone else must believe. And that's what censorship's all about, of course, for reasons I've talked about. But even in the, you know, among, among many in the general public, this is my belief system, therefore you must believe it too. So if you believe... Um, that the Democrats are great, uh, and you believe the Republicans is great, well, okay, well, that's up to you. But no, we must go to war, because you have a different opinion to me. You know, okay, you've got a different opinion to me, I've got a different opinion to you, okay, let's have a beer. What do you want to talk about? That's what the world could be, and it's not because of this insistence, you see it in the woke to a phenomenally extreme degree, this insistence that I believe it, so you must. Yeah. Well, that's an excellent way to end it off today, and I really appreciate you joining us. Um, as always, everyone, go to davidike.com, go to the iconic link in the description, buy his books, and get on the network and learn and spread that information <coughs> far and wide. It was a fascinating discussion. And I really appreciate you joining us. Cheers, mate. Thank you. I appreciate everyone watching this interview with David Icke. And, you know, he goes over so many amazing topics. And I, I know I'm going to be going back and referring to this for quite some time. Of course, we're doing a documentary on 15-Minute Cities here at World Alternative Media. We just spent time in Oxford, UK, in the middle of the very fast-developing, tyrannical 15-Minute City. Now, if you want to help support us, you could go to gogetfunding.com. We have Patreon, Subscribestar, we have a Bitcoin address, and we have a Cointree link with a bunch of different cryptocurrencies that you could donate in, if you please, including privacy coins. And, and with this, we're able to fund this 
enormous initiative that's going to take a lot of time and effort and money, but with your help, we can get it done and save history from being revised in real time. Of course, David Icke and his sons, Jamie and David, are going to be in that interview alongside some other really huge names that we will, uh, we will reveal at a later time. Of course, if you want to go and join Iconic, as I mentioned in the interview, there is a link. You'll get an extended 10-day free trial, and you'll get a whole plethora of information at your fingertips. We have HeavensHarvest.com for long-term storable foods as well. You save a bunch of money if you go through us on there by using code WAM, W-A-M. You get free shipping on much of those products. That's non-GMO storable food. That's, um, of course, we have organic kits. We have heirloom seeds, water filtration and storage, books on how to get started. If you use code WAM, it'll help you, it'll help us. And again, versus the Great Reset, experts say you need at least three months of storable food to survive. You need to get on this now and not wait until the store shelves are empty. It could save you and your family's lives. And my friends, this is go time. Even with inflation today, you're saving a fortune on these storable foods and these seeds, which could last you a lifetime, just keep replanting them. and. Think about later on when inflation is even worse, and that is the agenda to bring us into CBDCs and first you have to cause a crisis. Don't fall into that crisis. You're saving a whole bunch of money on this today and you can have solutions right in front of you. Of course, we have a link for Lion Energy, for batteries, solar panels, etc., in order to avoid being dependent on the government for electricity. We have a whole bunch of options to buy gold and silver in, in the description. We have rncstore.com, Richardson Nutritional Center, your source for Laetril online, made famous by G. Edward Griffin's book, World Without Cancer. Get your apricot seeds, Laetril, amygdalin, and vitamin B17 there. And, you know, again, it all comes down to you guys seeing the problems but applying the right solutions. David has been warning people for decades and decades about what is coming and now we need to be warned about what there is to do about it so that we aren't left behind he's probably saved millions of lives with his information just by waking people up alone especially when it comes to the injections all those things so now is the time to shine we are witnessing a reset the likes of which we haven't seen before and this is go time for all of you watching today to get prepared Anyways, if you want to find more from us, of course, we have a newsletter, www.imband.com. And of course, we are on Telegram, Rockfin, Band.video, BitChute, Odyssey, Rumble, and Brighteon at World Alternative Media. We're on Hive, Steemit, and Vigilante.tv at, at Josh Sigurdsson. And we're on the bad guys, TikTok and Instagram, World Alternative Media, Twitter and Getter at, at World Alt Media. We're banned from Spotify, but we're still on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, etc. As always, hit that like button, share on social media, hit the notification bell, and hit subscribe if you have not yet already. My friends, live by example, live freely always. Freedom isn't something you hold in your hands. You are free or you're not. So determine that today. Make your decision, my friends, because it'll matter later. This is Josh Sigurdsson signing out from World Alternative Media. Find the truth. Be the change.